from Russia, Colonel Ninochka. Ninochka superior, you know it so, because I am the champion of glow. No one girl can escape my pin, because Russians always win. Tina Ferrari, the capitalist dream. <laughs> she won't look so good face down in the ring. She thinks she's so sexy and so very strong. I will destroy her. It won't take long. Welcome to the Mike Grant Show. And today's special guest, we are having her back. She's from Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Please welcome Ninachka. Hey, Ninachka, how are you? Hello, America. I know you have been waiting impatiently for more of Ninachka. So finally today, we can bring you the rest of the story. Yes, so for anybody who doesn't know that hasn't been watching, why haven't you been watching first off? But we had Ninochka on our show. She talked to us about seasons one and two of GLOW. So we're going to continue this conversation where she's going to tell us about season three and four. So where we left off last time when we were on the show, Ninochka, is we discussed how there was a division at the end of season two and three, where some of the girls left, they went over to POW, Powerful Women of Wrestling, and some stayed. So the ones who stayed with Glow were you, Mountain Fiji, and Hollywood. And then they brought back Sally, the farmer's daughter. Now in and the- Susie Spirit. And Susie Spirit. And Susie Spirit. She was there in, um, Susie and Tara were there like in the matches, like on tour. But in the actual season three, though, there was, they weren't in there. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And, and then Debbie, Debbie, Tano, Debbie went behind the scenes, correct? Yes, Debbie Debutante was uh, with me, the uh, trainer. She was an amazing trainer because, of course, she was like this incredible gymnast and dancer. And uh, so she was, uh, I was actually a little intimidated because I thought she was a better trainer than me at times. So, uh, and that yeah, also, very grateful for her. So also, so there was a little tour in between there. Also, I did want to mention too, I forgot Vine was also on that tour. And then Vine filmed, she had one episode um, in the later seasons and then the little Fiji came back for one episode. But then other than that, really the main on-screen ones were you, Hollywood, Mount Fiji and Sally, the farmer's daughter. So I want to ask you about, you had said it in the previous episode when you were on here, but just um, to reiterate, you did train season three and four the bad girls, correct? And then did Debbie train the good girls? That's correct. And I just wanted to throw in one thing about Vine. When Vine came back, she too had totally transformed her body. Oh my God, the girl was just, she had the most beautiful sculptured arms and uh, it was like, whoa, Vine really grew up. <laughs> but she was amazing. Wish she had stayed longer. Yep, and if Vine is watching, we're looking for Vine as well. We'd love to have Vine on this show. Everybody is looking for Vine. So Vine, wherever you are, if anybody knows where Vine is, reach out to us so we can see if we can get a hold of her. But um, yeah, so you guys trained in the beginning. So a whole new crop of girls. Now I wanna know out of those crop of girls, the new ones that you saw, was there any girl that in the beginning maybe surprised you with her determination that you thought maybe, I don't know if this one can make it as a wrestler, but they proved you wrong and really put in that work and proved that they were a great wrestler. Um, definitely MTV, uh, Melody Trouble Vixen. Uh, she was like so skinny and scrawny, but she wanted it so bad and she was fearless. Um, and, uh, 
she just went on to do great things. I mean, people like Beastie, when Beastie showed up, you knew she was going to be great. Um, Daisy, formidable, you knew she was going to be great. Um, but yeah, I, I think MTV was, was fun because to watch her grow. So when we, the viewers came back, we had a whole new set of girls with just those couple that we knew. Um, one of the girls that did come back was Sally, the farmer's daughter from season one. She had rejoined the show. What are your memories of Sally, the farmer's daughter? Sally was always just so much fun. Um, and again, she was, she was tough. I mean, she was a, she was a scrapper. She was small um, and she was thin, but I mean, she was strong enough to have like milked a hundred cows that day. You know, she was, uh, okay, so why am I all blurry? Can you see me okay? Yep, I see you okay now. Okay. I don't know what happened. <laughs> right. Yeah, so Sally had come back. Um, do you know, because um, I know she was probably with modeling and acting. Um, do you know why she had left? Was that the reason in between there? Um, uh, I think it could be some personal problems that I don't really know about. And um, unfortunately, we've we've lost her now and we miss her very much. So Yeah, and she was definitely a fan favorite. Um, I definitely love Sally the Farmer's Daughter. Her and Hollywood matches were one of the, my favorite matches to watch. Mm -hmm those two in the ring, just, I mean, they brought the energy, just like when it was you and Americana, you and Tina Ferrari. So those were some of the best matches. Um, so she was yeah. your first match that aired on that first debut episode. Um, fan favorite Sally comes back, but, and fought you for the crown. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, Sally lost for her sake, unfortunately. And Ninochka started going through the ranks of every new girl because there was no older girl to go against. So it was all I new know. girls. Okay, Ricky, wait, hang on one sec. I gotta get rid of this dog. <laughs> Ricky, don't go away. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, you know, okay. So I'm just gonna toot my own horn a little bit here. It was kind of slim pickings. Um, a lot of them were new. I kind of, bulldozed over a lot of them yep. but I tell you what uh uh going back because you know Americana and Tina Ferrari really pushed me to the limits and made me be a stronger wrestler but I also think it was a little intimidating here I am there um like I never had to wrestle Royal Hawaiian because I would have been completely intimidated because she was my trainer so I think with a lot of the new girls too it's like oh no she's our trainer and you know now um and she's the champion and yeah. So I, I beat him up pretty good. Yep, so um, some of the people that you faced were, you faced both group of farmer's daughters, the Park Avenue knockouts, the cheerleaders, Justice, Daisy. So you battled all those people for the glow crown. Um, and we're gonna talk about some of the matches that you had in there. Um, so how was it like wrestling Justice? because that was United States versus Russia. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think a lot of people were disappointed um, that I won um, because uh, people were really rooting for justice. Um, and again, she was so tall and long limbed and, and um, uh, if there had been a season five, she probably would have kicked my ass. And then you also faced the new farmer's daughter, Babe, the farmer's daughter. So what is your memories of Babe? Okay, so Babe, Ursula, love her. She's absolutely beautiful, but she was physically the tiniest of the three um, farmer's daughters. So I kind of had my way with her. Um, girl knows how to fall though. And then you had a new group of cheerleaders, Vicky Victory and Cheyenne Share, that you both faced as well. And they were very acrobatic in the ring. So what was it like doing matches with them, with you coming from the dancing background and your background as well? How did you choreograph those matches? Um, I really loved um, working with both of them. Um, again, they were, um, you know, the, the, the season three and four girls, there were two, two elements that were to me very striking. First of all, 
all these girls that came in season three and four had seen glow on the air. I mean, when we did one and two, we had no idea what glow was going to be. So these were people that had watched the show and really wanted to be a part of it. So they were like so eager, you know, to want to, I want to be like, I want to be like this person and that person. And, you know, they were fans of the show. Um, but they also, they really had to ramp it up very quickly. We had a very short training period. It wasn't as long as seasons one and two. There wasn't as, as much time in development. Um, now they were better equipped because they knew what the show was. They and and they were very quick to find where they wanted their place. I mean, they knew before they got off the bus where they wanted to be in Glow. Um, but it was it was it was different. It was it was very fast. And now, when season three and four, you know, you guys were in there, you came back but you also brought somebody with you. And that was a tag team partner from Leningrad. I was thinking of my comrade, Tonya. Yes. So can you tell us about Major Tonya and why that character um, was brought into the scene? Why all of a sudden Inachka had a tag team partner? First of all, Noelle Rose, um, she put me to shame in the fact that, uh, the first week she was there, she was already spitting out Russian phrases. And I was like, oh, I've been in Anochka for years and uh, you know more Russian than I do. Um, but mostly it was brought on because I really wanted to become a baby face. Um, I wanted to you know, show a little bit more of my acrobatics and, and my dancing, which uh, when Ninochka moved to Paris, you know, that's when you started me doing the backflips off the turnbuckles and, and I was just a little bit freer. So I, I, I'm, forgive me if I'm incorrect about this, but I basically think Tanya was brought in so that I could transition because the Russian character was so strong. And what I love about Tanya is that, I mean, we had the same costume but she really brought her own flavor to it. Like there was Ninochka and there was Tanya. And even though we were dressed alike, we were very different. And I think that that probably was very hard for her, but she just, um, she rolled with it. I mean, she just, uh, from day one, she came in with total confidence and uh, uh, did, I think she did an excellent job. And when you two were teamed up together, you went through a bunch of opponents as well. So mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about a couple of them. So one of the matches was against Thunderbolt and Lightning, the superheroes who were undefeated until their match against you. Can you tell us what it was like working with Thunderbolt and Lightning in the ring? <laughs> they are both absolutely adorable people. And they're, but they're like flitting little flies. Like you gotta quick catch them. Um, uh lightning is still as you know still uh she's a stunt woman she's um i don't think i gave her credit for how athletic and strong she is uh but they were just so much fun to work with but i, I think we we pulverized them pretty good and then in the ring you did have again sally and babe the farmer's daughters team up against you um, any right. memories of when you had the two of them in the ring at the same time, how that was like? Well, that was really fun because, you know, I look back on the pictures like they, there's one promo shot of the two of them kind of back to back looking over their shoulders at each other. And I mean, they were both so beautiful. I mean, Babe was more like beautiful, beautiful. And Sally was just so effervescent. Um, you. And the fans just loved all three of the farmer's daughters. So you were always the bad guy when you were um, showing them who's in charge. And then your big match, <laughs> your big match against Liberty and Justice, the Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, that was... Um, 
because I was so close with Americana, it was um, it was hard for me wrestling Liberty just because I didn't um, I didn't connect with her very much. Um, I think Justice more because Justice was like new and fresh. I mean, she her character was different. And even though Liberty and Americana were very different, they were kind of like, it was obvious, oh, here's Liberty to replace Americana. Um, so it, it just wasn't, um, I hate to say this, I, please forgive me, but I'm trying to be honest, it wasn't a very memorable match. Although on tour, it was very memorable when uh, Liberty tried to kill me with a, um, a flagpole. Um, <laughs> it was supposed to break over my back and she kept hitting me over the back and it wouldn't break. So then she hit me in the head with it and it broke. Good thing I have a thick skull. <laughs> oh boy. Well, there's no footage of that that I know of out there. So at least- No, it was on tour. Oh, yep, okay. <laughs> And then, um, you know, there was a tag team elimination match in that season as well, which the Russians lost. They got eliminated. And the, oh, that was, we were cheated. And the superheroes won that match. I know, like, is that crazy? That's not possible. But actually, you know, they were sneaky. They were great flyers. They were fast. Um, but yeah, we were robbed on that one. There's no way. Tanya and I should have lost that. And then also there was a there was a famous battle royal where Mountain Fiji picked up MTV and threw yeah. her out of the ring. And you were one of the final ones in there. It was you, Daisy, Broadway, Rose, and MTV. Final right. four up against Mount Fiji. Can you tell us what it was like in those final moments of that battle royal? Well, first, I always remember uh, Fiji and, and, you know, having MTV over her head because that was the cover of the first Glow magazine. Um, so I, I, I just always picture, picture that. Um, you know, Fiji was so, uh, again, formidable. Um, the only time we got her out of the ring uh, earlier on was because she was going to protect little Fiji. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I think I missed your question. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that question? <laughs> yep. Um, what it was like in the final moments there of the match of that battle royal where it was you, Broadway, Rose, MTV, Daisy against Mountain Fiji. Chaos. Um, you got to help me out here. Because then it's just like the four of you have to figure out how to get rid of the mountain. And she just oh, and tossed. Because the mountain never leaves her feet. Yeah, I mean, she just literally tossed each one of you one by one out of the ring till finally yeah. she picked up MTV. Yeah, I miss Broadway Rose. She was really wonderful. Uh, I, and I loved watching her and Hollywood work together. That was really fun. And then another person that you wrestled um, was Daisy. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yep. Here's what, this is why I don't remember this too well. Mountain Fiji picks me up and throws me out of the ring, right? I fell on the corner, my butt from midair, my butt on the corner. I had the biggest bruise, my, and the biggest, darkest, ugliest bruise for weeks after that. And I, when I hit, I was just like, Holy crap, what just happened? That was, that was the worst uh, pain I felt in glow. <laughs> and then um, basically you faced Daisy and this was for the glow crown. Now, right. during that match, Tanya came in because she felt you needed a little bit of assistance. Yeah. And interfered in that match. So, yeah, that really upset me. She had she she should have had a little more confidence in me than that. But that's really what started the rift between us. Yeah, and then um, during that match, I was her superior. I was the colonel. And, and she was you, major Tanya. I was yeah. Kermnochka. She had no right to interfere. 
And then when she interfered, what did you do with the crown that day? Well, didn't I win it? You won it, but, but you abdicated your crown. Right. right. And you made an yeah. announcement about where you were going to live. I, at that point, you know, the glow crown had been moved around so much. Um, I just felt it was time for a new chapter. Um, and I had had so many times of like, I won the crown, they took it from me, I won it back, it took it from me. And I was just like, that um, I'm going to Paris. You know, I, I'm going to Paris and I'm going to uh, really delve into my love of costume design and art. And um, it just, it was time for a new chapter. So then you became Babyface, and mm -hmm. there was a tournament called the Run for the Rubies where yes. 20 girls competed for your crown. They did a series of matches till finally at the end, it was Cheyenne Cher and Godiva and Cheyenne Cher had won the crown. Now, during this, um, when you turned Babyface, obviously there was no more easy as KGB uh, skits there. Right. So those unfortunately had to go away. But it was kind of interesting because you did change your outfit that last season for the EZS KGB, where it almost seemed like you were starting to look like your Paris character, too. Mm -hmm. um, but then you became Babyface. And what I want to know is, which was easier for you to play, Babyface or Heel? Well, the funny thing is, it seems like every baby face wants to be a heel and every heel wants to be a baby face. Uh, and so I wanted it so bad. I wanted to be a baby face so bad, but I actually was more of a heel. Now, I recently was listening to the matches. Usually, I mean, I, I have to say, I just loved watching myself in the ring and I thought I was so fabulous. I was not listening to the commentator because, I mean, I was used to battling David McLean all these times. Now the voiceover was put in afterwards. So I don't even know who that person is, but believe me, I'm gonna find him and hunt him down. How many little Miss Piggy comments can he make? He was really rude about the things he said about me. I was, and calling me fat and calling me all these horrible things. Now I was the same weight I was, but I look back now, I wasn't the most flattering costume. It was definitely more flattering, you know, the black tights and the, and the, the unitard. But I'm going to find that guy because I, I'm really upset with him. I don't even know who he is. And so but he, I bet you do. M Motor Mouth Mike Morgan, which I am not, for anybody who asks, I've had a couple people ask, are you Motor Mouth? I'm like, I'm not Motor Mouth Mike Morgan. Like people like Mike, I'm like, no, I'm not Motormouth. Some Glow fans have asked me that in the past. If that was me, I'm like, no, that's not me. Um, well, he is very rude. Yeah. He's very rude. And I'm going to track him down. And how they, you know, he didn't stick with you when you were a baby face and stuck right. with the heel during all the commentary, which I found very interesting. And then traded oh, insults no. at you, traded insults at you during every time you wrestled, which was ridiculous. And I have no idea why. Yeah, that, that, that's just ridiculous. Um, and then you had no rap as well. No rap for your good girl character. Any particular reason why you can think of? No, um, I just think that at that point, um, so much was going on. And like I say, things went so, um, so quickly. You know, we had a joke in the first, um, I, I hate to keep going back to season one and two, but so we had the nasty and mean for the bad girls and we had good girls don't for the, the baby faces. They spent weeks and weeks and weeks filming that. And believe me, that choreography was not hard. I really think it was like everybody just like seeing the girls in the bathing suits. Okay. But my point was 
uh, three and four, everything was just really sped up and there wasn't time. Um, doing the glow wrap, having all the girls in the ring was a big setup um, and it took a lot. And um, I just think that it, that that time had passed, um, that that had already been done before I turned. So there just kind of wasn't an opportunity um, for me to do the wraps, which, you know, I'm, I think I'm just going to have to do them on my own and uh, I and post them because I, I think the world is missing the, the French uh, Parisian Ninochka wrap. Yes, we definitely want to see that. And you faced many of your old friends when you became a baby face as well. So wasn't that interesting? Many matches. So I'm going to name you um, some of the opponents and we'll go back and talk about them. You faced Hollywood, Godiva, MTV, Stinky, Star, Daisy, Major Tanya, The Widow. So all these different characters you faced. Um, the first one I'm going to ask you about was how was it like wrestling Hollywood? So you and Hollywood were there from the beginning you know, since the first season, and now you two have to face each other. That was, that was so strange. Um, the thing is, now, I, I didn't really, uh, as a, as a heel, um, like, I didn't tag team with Hollywood and Vine. I didn't, um, I didn't wrestle with Hollywood, but it's kind of like we, you know, each other's style, you know, each other's um she's my sister like it just with hollywood it was really weird it just did not feel right there was like nothing i could do that would feel right about wrestling hollywood and you had a match against godiva which tanya interfered in how was that like wrestling godiva well godiva again a gymnast um strong as hell um I mean, the best weapon was grabbing her hair, but she she has tough hair. I mean, her hair is absolutely gorgeous. And uh, she she had long hair like that her whole life. So I guess she was used to uh, the boys in school grabbing her hair and pulling her ponytail. It didn't seem to bother her too much. Um, she was uh, she was tough. Now with Godiva, I hadn't known her that long, so it and she was so beautiful. I mean, she was a heel, but she's pretty enough to be a baby face. So that kind of felt like just a good matchup, um, evenly matched. And, then, and that didn't feel weird. And MTV. Wow, MTV is love bug. Uh, my most difficult, everybody knows, the, the superplex um, that I, I I did with MTV. That was one of the highlights um, of my GLOW career. And then a match which some fans are not happy about because you lost this match twice, which I still don't understand, is The Widow. What are your memories of that? Well, obviously I try and uh, blot it out of my mind because I agree with you. I never should have lost those matches. Um, you know, I never had this feeling before, but after like what, listening to these matches and seeing how vicious uh, Motor Mike was against me and um, uh, maybe maybe they had it in for me. Maybe maybe the people of Glow were trying to get rid of me, and I just didn't realize it. And then I, I was treated unfairly there at the end. Yeah, I definitely agree. And then Major Tanya, when you finally had to go up against her, so you had a couple matches. The first match was a double disqualification, both of you out of the ring, and then the mm -hmm. second match you beat the the count outside of the ring by like one or two seconds you just made it back into the ring um what are your thoughts on those matches and did you feel that your rivalry with tanya that that's the way it should have ended or if you guys could have really had another bigger and better match if the show had stayed on the air 
Honestly, looking back, um, and if I kind of had, could write like the next chapter would have been Tanya and I becoming tag team partners again. I think if we really had some time to really train together, I think we could have, we could have grown to the best tag team partnership of all time. Because definitely, you know, it was good matches, but mm -hmm. neither one of you got the pin ever, which kind of, yeah. you know, for us, the viewers, we were hoping one of you would get the pin and it never, never, ever took place in that rivalry. And then you well, did. That was kind of hard. That was kind of hard because I really think we were, we were so much better as partners than against each other. And then your matches against Daisy. So you did go against Daisy again in season four, mm -hmm. where you two both pinned each other and there was, it was a draw, no clear cut winner. And then later on, when Glow left the air, there was a 1993 pay-per-view where Nanuchka mm -hmm. returned in a green outfit, long brown hair, and wanted her crown back because at that point, Daisy was the champion and you two faced each other. So can you tell us a little bit about that, if you can remember coming back for that and you know the whole new outfit, long hair and everything? Well, you know, what's funny about that, um, obviously a lot of time had passed. What did you say, 93? Was that 93? Yeah, that was 93. So that's why, because when I was watching that match, honestly, I sometimes the, the chronological thing, I didn't realize that. And I was like, where the hell did all that hair come from? Um, but that was my that was my natural hair. So obviously there was some years past and I had grown it out. Now, the funny thing about that green outfit was it was originally made for Jungle Woman. And uh, they went a different direction. She was like a black cat and she had that fabulous black outfit. But so that outfit had always kind of been there. And um, I didn't want to come out in the pink because um, also Daisy was kind of pink. I don't, you know what? I think it was just as simple as that costume had been there for so many years. And I was like, let me put her on. So. And there but was, it was weird. It was so weird when I look back at it. I'm like, I don't remember wrestling with long hair like that. <laughs> but that's how I walked into Glow. Uh, earlier, I had said about, um, you know, when I was in training and I cut my hair like this. But that long brown hair, that was my hair. And I started training just like that. And then the next day came in like this. And that's when I had told you previously, nobody recognized me. So. And there was also, we forgot to mention, in between the seasons, when David McLean left, Johnny C came on board. What are your right. memories of Johnny C? Um, we love Johnny C. Johnny C was great. He was a firecracker. I mean, unlimited energy. Energy, 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 energy. Um, I think we were all really hard on him because where we beat up David McLean pretty good too, but David McLean was our boss. So there was that line. Um, and Johnny C, we could just beat the crap out of him, but he was wonderful uh, and energy, 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 energy. He was nonstop. And there was also a battle royal in season four that I want to ask you about that you were not in. And I was wondering why, if you happen to know, the one that Tulsa won. Um, any ideas, um, remember at all? Why yeah. Nanuchka? Because Nanuchka was in all of them except that one. Yeah, because uh, I would have beat Tulsa. Yeah, because at that point you were a good girl and you just, I don't know, they just didn't have you in that battle royal for some reason. I, I think because uh, it would have been hard for me not to lose that. That makes sense. Yeah. And then also um, a lot just, of- Just like in season uh, season one, when Americana wasn't in that battle royal. Yeah, because Americana, she 
decided not to show up for Battle Royals magically and Susie's spirit. Very interesting there. Yeah. And then um, another thing that took place too was, um, you know, the matches were not aired in order for some reason during three and four. It seemed like it was a little, they, they made their own kind of storyline because mm-hmm. some, sometimes you could notice somebody, let's say like Hollywood or hair color or Vicky Victory, their hair colors are different from one week to the next. Any idea yeah. why a lot of those matches were aired a little more out of order during the later years? Well, because uh, season one and two were shot together nonstop. Season three and four, same thing. They were just all shot together. You know, there wasn't, oh, we did season three and then took a break and came back for four. So over whatever period of time it was, both seasons are shot at the same time. So I think then they go in the editing room and, you know, um, I don't know why they would pick certain certain things at certain times. I, I don't know, but I do know it was all shot um, continuously. Do you remember what, besides obviously the pay-per-view, when GLOW ended for you, do you remember what your very last match that you did was? No, I don't because um, we all thought GLOW was coming back. Um, So you didn't have that feeling of it being final. Um, I know that I remember doing a, we went to Hawaii and did a live event that wasn't taped. Uh, And then, so the pay-per-view had to be the last thing that I did. Do you remember as far as, because you weren't in life in the Glow House sketches. Do you know if you were asked to participate in in that sketch? Uh, I would not. Okay. And and no, nothing bad about that. It's just yeah. they were trying to highlight those those other girls. Yeah. Yep. Uh, out of all the matches you've had, seasons one and two, three and four, any one particular match that you just love? Um. You know, I I love them all. Like you can't. There there isn't a match that I say. Oh God, that was the worst match I ever did. Um, I think probably the Texas Barroom Brawl, just cause that was just so iconic and fun. Um, and maybe cause it was one of a kind where, you know, with Americana and uh, Tina, it was not just one match. Like it was a, it was an ongoing thing. And, and Daisy, I wrestled a few times and Tanya and, um, but I, I, I don't know. I, people normally remember me most for the Texas Barroom Brawl. Is there but any- I, I enjoyed doing all the matches and there wasn't any, any one girl um, that, I, um, that, I, that I disliked or that I didn't want to work with in GLOW. Is there any girl that you never got to wrestle that you would have loved to get into the ring with? Um, no. Okay. (laughs) And is there any match that you would have liked to see anybody, like any characters that you, you didn't see them wrestle, but you thought this would have been a good match? Well, I think they did a pretty good job of really mixing it up and, and, and everybody wrestling everybody. I don't see, in my mind, I don't see like a big um, miss anywhere. If you didn't get to play Ninochka and you got to be any other glow girl, is there one particular character that you looked at and said, not, not like I'm saying that you would have done a better job than any, you know, the, the girl who portrayed her, but you were like, God, I would have loved to have just been this Well, I was that- always jealous. I was always jealous of the cheerleaders. You know, I was always like, well, they get to do all this stuff. Yeah, so uh, probably would have been them. Okay. And then also um, some of the things that did take place towards the end of the run as well was Glow had a 900 number. What, like, what do you know about the 900 number that the fans could call in? Did you have any part in that or anything? I, 
you know, when that stuff started happening, that was like all we were already kind of broken up. I do vaguely remember being called in um, to do some voiceovers. I think I did some for that, but it wasn't like live calls. It was recorded messages that it, as far as I can remember. Okay. And then another thing that you participated in as well was Card Sharks with Bob Eubanks, where they lifted Mount Fiji lifted Bob Eubanks up. Yeah. Um, do you remember, have any memories of card sharks? Um, yeah, uh, and, and it, that was just so natural. Um, but uh, I was just looking at that and like people were, I mean, there were five of us that raised our hands that said we could lift you up over our head, which was absolutely true because one fun thing is after I left GLOW and I moved to LA, one of the ways that I um, was, able to like earn some money was Queenie and I did slammograms. You know, we'd show up to a birthday party and we'd pick the guy up over the head and spin him around and it was a slammogram. Um, so I was very confident that I can lift at that time. I could lift a big, huge guy up over my head, no problem. And then after GLOW, um... You, you wrestled for a little bit, correct? In a couple different organizations. What did you do after GLOW? I only did uh, a couple of matches. Um, and oh my gosh, I cannot remember her name. That's really terrible. Um, but I just, um, I, I hooked up with her in LA and I was kind of like her training partner. Um, so then I just wrestled a couple matches with her to kind of get her going. Mimi, uh, Mimi the Magnificent. Yep. And then um, so oh. I wasn't really pursuing. I was in okay. L.A. I was going to become a famous actress. Um, and uh, I was working at Ed DeBevick's, a 50s diner uh, with Beastie. Beastie got me that job and we'd sing and dance and it was it was really fun and great. But then, you know, you're, you're always a starving artist in L.A. So I just tried to pick up some extra cash wherever I could. So um, that was uh, that that was that I wasn't really trying to pursue wrestling at that time. So then many years pass. Glow is now then out of your life. And then all of a sudden in 2012, everyone reunited for a documentary, for a GLOW documentary. Can, and um, you know, one of the things in that documentary was everyone gathered around for Mountain Fiji as well. Can you tell us what I it was wasn't like? There for that. I'm so sorry. Okay, but you did. Two, two of my biggest regrets is I wasn't there for Fiji and I wasn't um, there for Big Bad Mama who was a dear, dear friend of mine during the GLOW years. Yes, you did get to sit down and talk to the producers though for the documentary. Yes, I did. Can you I tell did. us about that? Well, you know, I, um, at that time I, I, I was going through a lot. Uh, my mother had multiple strokes um, and she became paralyzed and I kept her at home which was probably a mistake, but she was extremely heavy set. And like in the hospital, they would only move her with a Hoyer lift, which she would scream. And, and I, having been a wrestler, my mom was like 250 pounds. I was the only one that could just like pick her up in a bear hug and transfer her to a chair. Um, she had to be transferred several times a day. And I could do that without, you know, strapping her legs and hoisting her up on a hoist. Um, so I brought her home. So it was just a very dark time for me. It was a very hard time. Um, uh, so I just had been out of the picture for a long time. But during that time, they were really trying to get around uh, Fiji um, because she was ill. And I feel so bad because like I still haven't seen my dear friend Americana all these years, Tina Ferrari, doing the um, documentary I actually was only in the room with Angelina and Little Egypt and then the producers. Um, and 
I was like one of the last ones to film because they had been asking me and asking me and I was just like, no, no, no. Part of it is you're embarrassed, you're old, you know, you feel so old and ugly and you don't want uh, your fans to see you that way. Um, and part of it was just a really hard time. Um, and I just, I mean, I think they were after me for over a year. Um, I was one of the first ones they wanted uh, to use, and I ended up being one of the last ones. And then after the documentary, a few more years pass, and Glow Netflix comes out. Right. Where well, what, what was funny about that is I didn't know about it, because I didn't have Netflix, right? So I had people, like, out of the blue texting me and, like, did you really sleep with a married man? And I was like, what are you talking about? And then that's when I found out that the show came in and uh, uh, no, I didn't sleep with a married man uh, or any of the other girls' husbands. That that It's a docudrama. So it's kind of like loosely based on us, uh, but not at all. And as a matter of fact, I um, had a, an interview. I was actually in the newspaper here in Las Vegas. I was on the cover with and Allison Bree. I mean, our pictures side by side, uh, talking about the new glow, the old glow. Um, and the, the Netflix had great writers from uh, Orange is the New Black. And they, they mentioned in the article that they thought Nanochka was such a strong character that they purposely like tried to not watch my footage because they wanted Alison Brie to find her own character. Um, but that was a huge compliment that they that they said that, that they thought I did such a great job. How much of the Glow Netflix have you seen and what were your thoughts when you saw your character coming to life there, portrayed by Allison? Well, I really enjoyed the Netflix and I feel like there was a lot of the spirit, the fun of Glow, but I didn't none of it was like, it, it wasn't really authentically us. Like, um, it was just such a, um, a mashup. Um, but it, it, it wasn't authentic, except for like the feeling. Like I felt like when I watched the, the Glow Netflix, I felt like, I didn't feel like any character was 100% a glow girl, but any of them could have been, you know? Um, like I love Britannia, I thought she was awesome. Um, yeah, that mashup of Zelda and Godiva's characters, that definitely was yeah. a good character on there. Awesome. I loved yeah. that. Now, are you still recognized by fans today when you go out in public? Um, yes. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I, I've shied away from the whole glow thing, which I apologize. And now like I'm back and I'll try and do anything that I can, but it was so funny. I was out with Royal Hawaiian just like a week ago. And like this, I don't feel my age. Like I don't think about age so much. So these like handsome mature men uh, were coming up to me being like, Oh, you were my glow crush when I was 12. <laughs> and like, oh my gosh. I didn't think I was that old, but uh, it's a compliment anyway. Okay, so now. It's amazing that it's, um, the, the legacy that, it, that it's had. I always say, if we, if, if we hadn't splintered off, um, I think there'd be a lot more chapters about glow. Yep. And now what we're going to do is we're going to play the lightning round where uh -oh. I'm going to ask you a couple things and you tell me which one you prefer. Okay. Okay. So would you prefer a big party or a small party? Small party. Paper or plastic? Paper. Comedy or drama? Comedy. Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck? Oh, that's a tough one. I think I got to go with Donald. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Early, early. I used to be. I used to be a night owl. Now I've completely turned around. I'm an early bird. Dogs or cats? Uh, 
I have both on my bed right now as we're talking, so I cannot answer that. Okay, and what and what type what type of dog do you have? For the well, family? my adorable little Ricky is like pug, Chihuahua, Sharpay, Dotson. He's a mess. Would you prefer the slot machines or roulette? Slot machines. Baseball or basketball? Basketball. Better 80s icon, Madonna or Cyndi Lauper? Madonna. Star Search? Star sorry, Search or Solid Gold? Solid Gold. Staples or paper clips? Paper clips. Who, if Ninochka were to get in trouble in America, would she rather go up against a judge or a jury? Oh, baby, a jury. <laughs> I'd have them eating out of the palm of my hands. Are you kidding me? All right. Thank you so much for joining us here today, Nanachka. We had a great time. Now I want to have, I want you, what do you want to say to the fans, all the fans who are watching? What is your message for them today? Oh, uh, we love you so much. And it was such an honor if that to be part of GLOW and that you, um, that it meant something to you. I think there's so many people like growing up, I know TV shows I watched as a kid, like Gilligan's Island, it'd be like, oh, Gilligan's Island. You know, it, it, it's part of your life. It was part of what you grew up with. And it's just, I feel so blessed to be a part of that. And uh, anybody who would like to uh, touch base with me, I'd love to hear your uh, glow stories. All right, thank you so much for joining us here today. We had an awesome time. Thank you guys for watching and we'll talk to you all soon. Bye everybody. Bye. Hey Mike, what, did we forget something? Oh, Vladimir, why are you calling me so early in the morning? What is wrong? You heard Americans moonwalking in outer space? How can this be? You just watch Dancing with the Stars? Vladimir, you're a steel idiot! Time cannot change that!